You're listening to In the Vault, a KPMG banking industry podcast series. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Liz Lamadou, a principal in KPMG's banking and capital markets tax practice. And joining me today are two colleagues from KPMG's global mobility tax practice, John Tomaszewski, managing director, and Trish Brown, partner, both who work closely with financial institutions on employee benefits and compensation-related tax issues. So, Trish and John, thank you very much for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. So, today we're going to chat about employee travel and rules related to both deducting and taxing travel reimbursements. And specifically, we're going to talk about a tax home, and I'm putting that in air quotes, tax home. What does that mean and how does it impact the taxation of travel-related expenses for employees, particularly in a world where remote work is now commonplace? So, John, why don't we start with the basics? What is a tax home and why is that important? Yeah, thanks, Liz. Yeah, tax home is generally defined as an individual's principal place of business. So the IRS looks at this as this is the individual's you know, regular customary work location. And why this is important is because when employees travel, you know, they travel temporarily, the Internal Revenue Code allows a deduction and employers to provide tax-free reimbursement for that travel, so long as that travel is away from the tax home. So the tax home dictates, you know, all of the travel where someone is located. So it's basically what we're trying to focus on is where is that individual's primary work location? In today's hybrid work environment, an employer's ability to reliably assess that tax home seems like it'd be more difficult. That's right, Liz. I mean, in the context of reimbursement for travel expenses, employers have to determine whether the employee has a tax home or has more than one, you know, post of duty, and if the tax home has changed. And not all employees have a tax home. For example, employees who don't have a regular place of business because they move from area to area for their job, traveling all the time, are considered itinerant and are not considered to have a tax home. And you can't be away from home under 162A2 if you don't have a tax home. So an employer paying for travel-related expenses for such a person has to consider that as taxable income. And what are the potential tax consequences if the employer fails to track a tax home? Yes, so Liz, just on this point, so employers, if they reimburse an employee, for example, for their travel-related expenses, this might be lodging, travel, meals while they're traveling, the question is whether or not that's taxable compensation, wages that's subject to tax withholding and reporting, or is that tax-free? So from the employer point of view, If they treat reimbursements as not taxable, then they wouldn't be withholding taxes, wouldn't be reporting that. So the risk here for employers, if you get this wrong, there's failure to withhold taxes, failure to pay employment taxes, which is FICA, Medicare, Social Security. And ultimately, if the employer fails to do this all properly, the employer is the one that the IRS is most likely to go after and is the one who's most likely to be left uh, holding the bag and paying the financial penalties for this. So the employer wants to get this right and wants to make sure that it's treating any type of travel reimbursements properly. 
in addition to the tax withholding and reporting aspects of this, uh, just want to quickly highlight that certain expenses, such as commuting expenses, are no longer deductible. So from the employer's point of view, if they're reimbursing personal commuting expenses, the employer would not be allowed a tax deduction for that. So getting the tax home right and getting any of these reimbursements right from the employer's point of view is going to have two consequences, right? One is the payroll tax reporting and withholding aspect, but then the other is whether or not there's a tax deduction for those expenses. And just lastly, with respect to commuting, when people are working from home now, you have that issue on if you reimburse those expenses to come into the office, is that business-related travel or are those personal commuting expenses? And that is a great segue, John, because a lot of us are working from home now. So let's talk about employees in this hybrid environment. Is an employee's residence their new tax home? Great question, Liz. That's the question now, right? A lot of people are in the hybrid work environment. So unfortunately, this all depends on the facts and circumstances. There's not an objective determination on this. There's a lot of factors employers need to look at. There's not a one size fits all. And just initially, you need to look at where's the principal place of employment? Where does that employee spend most of their time? Are there other available offices? You know, does a person go into an office three days a week, work from home two days a week? What is the relationship, right? What is that employment relationship? And just even there, there's, there's certain other code requirements on if you want that home to be the tax home, one of the requirements is that that has to be at the convenience of the employer. So what that means is it's the employer's business decision and the business reasons for that employee working from home in order to make that home now the tax home. So you know, again, looking at some of these factors, for example, you'd be looking at is this just the employee's convenience? Is this more for personal reasons? Or is this for the employer's reasons? And those employer's reasons might be, for example, reduction of office space or reducing their footprint or whatever it may be. And is the employer required to, say, approve working from home? So unfortunately, with the IRS guidance, the IRS guidance is very dated and it's not necessarily keeping up to date and factoring in the hybrid work environment. So a lot of factors that need to be looked at, but you know, it is a high bar if you wanna to try to get the tax home to be the person's individual residence. That seems like a lot to consider on a case by case basis, employee by employee. Yeah, I agree, Liz. And you know, as we're talking to companies about their return to office and remote work policies, we're hearing that not all organizations track where their employees are working. Why not? Well, I mean, in the war for talent, flexibility and the ability to work from anywhere is viewed by some as a talent magnet. So the downside is that this can impact the employer's assumptions about the employee's tax home. They might actually you know, think the employee is one place and they're actually another. And so as a consequence, the appropriate treatment of travel expense reimbursements is impacted. Knowing where employees are working also impacts the employer's responsibility for state income tax withholding, but that's probably a topic for another podcast. That's right, and we'll definitely have you back to talk about that. 
if we boil down today's conversation, a, a couple takeaways. I think banks need to consider if they have enough information to correctly categorize reimbursements to employees to determine what are travel-related expenses and what are not. And you need reliable data about the employee's tax home to really ensure whether the company's properly characterizing the expenses and treating it correctly for purposes of the employee's taxable wages and the employer's deductions for tax purposes. Does that sum that up, guys? That's right, Liz. I mean, just to give a quick example is, you know, if employers now are reimbursing employees for their train tickets or cab fare, whatever it may be, in order to help them get back into the office, that's the question. Is that personal commuting or is that a business travel expense that would be able to be provided tax-free and deductible to the employer? Yeah, and given the the fact specific and case by case nature, I, I'm sure it's hard to put some blanket rules around this and have it apply to all. Exactly. Every every employer needs to look at these situations, uh, look at what they're doing with their employees. Are they tracking where they are, and where is that tax home? So it could follow all the tax treatment can follow from those determinations. Well, this has been a great discussion and really good information. Trish and John, thank you for taking me through this today. I'm really looking forward to having you back and we can talk more about hybrid workforce and even some of that uh, state income tax withholding. Well, thanks, Liz. It was great to be here. There's, there's a lot going on in this space right now. And to our audience, thank you for joining us today. This is Liz Lamadou on behalf of KPMG's Banking and Capital Markets Tax Practice. I look forward to talking again soon. Thanks for listening to In the Vault with KPMG. Be sure to subscribe to this series to be notified of new episodes.